Taking a critical look at the gaming news of the week. This is Augmented Reality. You are watching my favorite channel. I've not heard of them. The Triple S League. Enjoy, guys. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Augmented Reality. Microsoft reportedly planning to launch a cloud streaming device by summer of 2023. And, of course, this right on the heels of an outage over the weekend in which Xbox players uh, were unable to play their digital games thanks to server problems on Microsoft's end that uh, rendered all the DRM checks for your digital games uncheckable. So from May 6th to May 8th, like over the weekend, when, you know, everyone's relaxing, wanting to play their games, uh, people were not able to play their digital Xbox games that they own, that they purchased because of, uh, and this is actually revealed, <laughs> this has revealed a, a thing or two about Xbox's actual DRM in implementation, and people are not happy. Anyway, welcome to the Augmented yeah. Reality Podcast. What a world we live in. My name is Ash. Yes. That voice is Cybe. Yeah, speaking of, of a, uh, so we had a little bit of a late start today, which doesn't affect the, the when the show goes live, live tomorrow, because we record this the night before. Um, as you know, we, of course, live in Antarctica in the Southern Hemisphere. And for those who don't know, uh, when the Northern Hemisphere enters its summer uh, time, the Southern Hemisphere enters its winter time. I had a taxi, a, a taxi cab driver explain this to me over the course of 30 minutes one day uh it was a marvelous education um which i learned back in grade school um as in the first <laughs> grade uh which i again i already knew prior to that so yes yeah we live in antarctica and we had a snowfall today oh i'm sorry i slight correction there we don't live in the southern hemisphere. We live in the northern hemisphere, and we got snow today. May 10th. May 10th. Yeah. For anybody who's wanting to know, May 10th, we got more snow. Hmm. Yeah. It That's is. just amazing. Well, so today's been a bit of an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh, with your very, very outdoor job. By the way, there's oh, also a moon tag, that voice Lord. you almost heard there. Heck, hi. <laughs> hi, how's it going? So. Oh my god, the weather is stupid. Yeah. But anyway, we're hi, all hi. nicely tucked in inside now, ready to talk about video games. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, very much. Yeah, let's go. So let's talk about this Xbox thing. So... Um, of course, uh, we are recording, we are pre-recording this. It's going to go live on May 11th on our YouTube channel and all the podcast platforms as usual. If you want to listen in on the recording session live, join our Discord and Gilded servers. And uh, you can uh, join the live chat there and our audience members who listen in live. And those of you who are listening live, welcome. Let us know your thoughts in the podcast live chat. So yeah, so... So Xbox players, so digital games, th this actually, this affected uh, a number of things. Mm -hmm. uh, people were unable to make purchases from the Microsoft store. Uh, people were unable to make subscription purchases. You couldn't launch Xbox cloud gaming sessions and you couldn't launch or play many uh, digital games. And I would have to think that that even that must also include games that you you know, went and bought a quote-unquote physical copy from the store because they don't come with stinking... They, a lot, so many of those just come with download codes now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even if you did, even if you went and bought it from a brick-and-mortar store, 
your game's not working. Um, and if you... Uh, now, Belliller was saying that uh, this might have even impacted people who had, uh, who had disc versions of the game. Because, you know... If, if things weren't fully installed, then it then it wouldn't work. Now, I'm not 100% sure about that, but basically, it broke. And yeah. it broke very badly, and people are pointing the finger at uh, DRM check-ins. DRM check-ins, which, you know, um, so your Xbox console has to... Even if you're, like, playing a game that is single-player and you don't have to... You know, it's not a multiplayer game that requires an internet connection... You, you know, it uh, it has to check in with the server and verify that you have a legal copy of the game and that you didn't some that your legal copy somehow didn't become a pirated copy in you know since an hour ago when it checked. Uh, I mean, this is this this is it's ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous, and it's also like it's horrible timing that happened over a weekend. For first of all, mm-hmm. but that's even secondary. I mean, this. Is this has got people talking about just all of the problems with digital game ownership, and how you know the games that they purchased, paid for, don't that don't need to be online. You know, single player game, they couldn't play them because this whole system is 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 broken. Yeah. Now this, from from what I understand, uh, this was a. So the, the the primary way of checking stuff and assuring account um, authenticity, authenticity uh, at Microsoft, um, apparently this was, or is, I should say, um, or was not, I guess, was not the primary way of so their primary like their primary network went down and apparently that activated some like secondary like security measures that was what the original um was the xbox 360 had you know when it was supposed to when it was supposed to have uh, a daily check-ins yeah and if it couldn't get daily enough daily check-ins it would just brick itself because the idiot running Microsoft at the time, who was not the guy who's running it now, um, thought that that was a brilliant idea because, you know, everybody in the world has 24 access uh, to the Internet and, um, you know, and, and, uh, and really likes having their, their DRM checked constantly to uh, ensure that they're not only not only are they, you know, a subscriber that they paid for the product. You know, it doesn't matter how many times they've got to check to make sure that you paid for that product, but you're also you're also giving them your geolocation or a bunch of other stuff. Um, so you're telling me that this that old brilliant, system is still yeah, like it's still in there that, as like legacy. Well, so that, as far as I understand, yeah, it's it's not that it was legacy tech in the sense that they were using it prehand. It's that they had to work create a workaround for that technology. To move themselves away from that when they when when it, everything went south for them so quickly, and they started losing everything, and and they were mocked, you know, almost nonstop. Um, so it's not that it was technology that was ever like supposed to be that that thing was not supposed to be there. Essentially, it was never really meant to be there, but because they 
they they paved the road they built the bridge and then they realized that the bridge was made out of matchsticks they had to like kind of build around it without necessarily being able to remove the old stuff and so while it's yeah so so the bridge the the new bridge kind of phased out for a second and this matchstick bridge appeared and started crashing everything and causing a bunch of issues they rectified it within for the most part for the most part as in like for the vast majority um it was fixed within 20 excuse me and the new stuff you know that that pro and any problems since then are just kind of like holdover problems and issues that well you know, sure that are still popping up there right but that's the thing like it it caused even after they fixed the issues quote unquote uh there, mm-hmm. there were still a lot of people having having problems and having to you know perform multiple restarts on their uh consoles or even factory reset their consoles in order to to fix the problems that were happening which just just shows how how deeply ingrained all of this is and when it when it breaks mm-hmm. it breaks everything and and i think that yeah well i mean i i wouldn't i i so a lot of people are making a big fuss about this mm-hmm. um i have to remind everybody that microsoft's missed missed a grand total of i guess you can now say a day in the last like couple of years of service up upage uh you gotta remember that that playstation has lost i mean they're on their third or fourth week now of of major access issues over the last yeah, few i was years gonna say together. like haven't we run into this drm issue before yeah like recently now it wasn't i mean it wasn't a drm issue for most of sony's issues that they've had over the last few years has in in a lot of cases actually has come down to uh payment service issues shutting out basically everybody and then also just actual like the actual uptime of their servers and their network has has crashed and, and or has been attacked multiple times leading to prolonged outages in the past so i i I would say that what this goes to show is that, you know, developers and um, platform creators need to be really careful about the stuff that they put on into their system at every single point along the way. And that the, the idiotic, the idi- um, idiocracy, no, I'm quoting the movie, the oh. idiocracy <laughs> of this initial choice, if you've ever seen the movie Idiocracy, you will you will recognize that that take any dumb problem from that movie and just compound it. That was what the original idea for this was. This is this is how stupid these initial decisions on this DRM stuff from Microsoft originally. Um, this is a ghost in there. This isn't this isn't a skeleton in their closet, so to speak. This is a ghost in their in the closet, so to speak. Because the skeleton, you know, that's like that's like they lived with it for a long time. Then they had to kill it. Then they had to bury it. They they killed this thing before it necessarily became uh, the mainstay, and they they pulled back on a lot of these decisions just before they launched the the previous generation. And by doing so, like they still obviously they still shot themselves in the stomach. But the the ghost it wasn't a skeleton it was still it was just a ghost so yeah you can still mock them for this this is still something that you can laugh at and go 
wow, you guys were really stupid. Well, I, I mean, not just a little stupid. You guys were just like immensely stupid. Like just <laughs> like like this original idea that you had was so dumb that <clears throat> that years later, just this thing coming on for a brief like few hour period was enough to drive most people to like you know shudder and and cry we got some great comments in the chat too shua says it's not an outage it's a feature it yeah. was a microsoft sponsored get outside and get some sunlight <laughs> right day. yeah and trauma says drm is good the industry leaders said so themselves and shua responds don't you guys have drm <laughs> yeah so yeah definitely something to, to for them to be mocked for because again you got to remember that this wasn't supposed to turn on. This was this was not something that that was uh, you know intentional. Obviously, this was not intentional. Just like when PlayStation goes down, it's not intentional on their parts necessarily. But this goes to show us the the probably the frequent issues that would have happened if this stuff hadn't been changed. So this is this is a reminder that no platform, no major company, no big mega corporation is your friend. They're all, they will all turn on you if it feeds their bottom line. And at this, at, at some point, this stupidity was going to become commonplace. Well, and, and it would have completely destroyed their, not, it would have completely destroyed the platform and changed the face of gaming as we know it today. The most, if, if this, had, if that had allowed to happen, um, I don't think they would have sold any of their Scorpion models i think that basically everybody would have just turned on them um it would be interesting to see what would happen to the market you know would we have a new console by now would we have a new console uh, you know company like a replacement have, like you know something. would somebody have jumped in on on the bones of of microsoft because yeah the 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 only reason why microsoft didn't cancel the xbox wing didn't didn't remove them or or cut them free from the company was because they, um, you know, Phil came in and managed to convince them not to. Uh, Phil never came in because, you know, what's his dumb face was still in there. He would have piloted that thing into the side of a mountain at Mach 3. And he would have, the whole way along, he would have been like, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. I flew with this old World War II pilot during the, uh, the, the, the London Blitz. And... Um, same same kind of person i'm like dude pull up and he's like no i've got it and i'm like dude pull up and i'm getting my parachute ready and he's like dude i got it and i'm like dude pull up he's like i've got it and i'm like okay i'm gone goodbye and i jump off and he just right and I, I swear like the last minute before just before he hit the building was like was like i've got it it's like it's like that's the level of stupidity of like what are you doing what are you what are you doing? That's the idiot who was running Microsoft. So again, this is a this is a great reminder. These people are idiots. <laughs> the vast majority of them are idiots. They will always remain complete and total idiots. Don't ever trust them all the way. You trust them enough as far as you can throw them essentially. It's like, okay. Phil's Phil's holding his hand out. 
And he's got a really good grasp of everything. He's got a safety belt kind of, you know, tucked in. And he's like, I've got you. Give me your hand. And you're like, and you just take a, take a couple minutes and you just look over everything again before you give him your hand. Right. You know, you just, you just like, okay, I see he's got, he's got the right stuff on. He, right. Phil, can you tug on that safety chain? Are you sure it's secure? Yes, it's, it looks secure. Okay. And you're really holding on to that pipe. Like really good. Yeah, yeah, I'm holding on to it. I've got a good hold. Okay. I'm gonna give you my hand, and then I want you to, you know, let me pull on you just a little bit to make sure that you're not gonna fly off and take me with you down the cliff. Okay. All right. I think I could put a little bit more weight in you, and then I'm never gonna let go of the other safety line. Like just like you know, I'm gonna keep one hand on you and one hand on the safety line. My 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 references are all over the place tonight, well, but still. I was going to say, I, I feel like this metaphor has outlived its usefulness, but your point is is well well taken that, I mean, yes, don't, don't, don't trust these corporations. Yeah. I mean, I think track record is a big deal. Uh, I mean, as far as, you know, what, if you have any hope that they're going to do something good for the future, you know, well, what have they done? You know, I think looking at track record is fair, but never, you know, Never make the mistake of thinking that a company is knows what it's doing. It, it, and or, trust or, me, or, or that it, it it's always going to be there for you in the long term. Or you know, like look at look at CD Projekt Red. They had so much goodwill stored up. All of it's mm -hmm. gone. Well, I I mean they they're gonna have to try real hard with their next launch, and I think that's probably. Probably like four yeah. years away, but but don't the, worry, don't worry, Shua. I have I have an epic rant coming up on the next uh, Dragon Age game here as soon as we jump into the yeah. Bioware news. Well, uh, just quickly before that, so so they are planning this cloud streaming device, which is mm -hmm. apparently going to be you know a device like it says here, it's like a Roku or an Amazon Fire Stick, something you can literally plug into your TV and then play games on your TV, stream Xbox games to your TV. Uh, so, it, or it, Xbox Game Pass games, anyway. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Now, a device like that, okay, you 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 recognize you're buying something that has to be always online. But this, I think, the decisions and the policies that are being made now, they're really going to change change things down the road. I mean. You look at like right now if you have if you have an original Xbox and a copy of the original Halo, you can just plug it in and play it. Mm -hmm. If but you know uh, and that was what 20 years ago that that came out. So 20 20 years from now, you want to plug in your Xbox Series X and play a game even if you have the disc, there's a very good chance it's just not going to work. Yeah. Which is a, a sad state of affairs when in it's like there's no difference you paid for the original halo you're paying the same or more for a game now um and why do we put up with this why do we put up, that's, that's my question is why do well, we put up is, with this this is the danger of you know the moving to this always online state this is why if, if you're wondering like you know how can civilization? How can advanced civilizations crash? Um, the answer to that is very easy. All you have to ha do is is imagine 
like we're we're almost there already where your cell phone does everything. Your cell phone calls your your Uber, your cell phone calls those little stupid uh, riding um uh scooters. Your 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 phone calls your food. It orders your food. It it allows you to get access to medical care, all that kind of stuff. Imagine that like you know, 20 years from now when it's even more so. And then all you have to do to imagine a crash is just make those makes those cell phones or whatever equivalent is in 20 years just turn them off like some kind of a weird patch right. bug yeah or some kind of a of a of a global like power outage uh or 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 you know electromagnetic or a, a, a network outage even know, if the device works thing. fine uh yeah. you know if there's no network it's it's useless it's useless and everything everything just turns into a, a paperweight and they can't even create new models fast enough to get them out to the hand out into the hands of like people who need them in order for them or for, you know, society to continue running for the next three days. And if you can't do that, then you're screwed, which is, which is why a little bit of like semi politics here. It's like, it's why you never, ever, 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 ever give away like all of your ability in like localized areas to do stuff that right? was like, a very just... vague statement but you probably shouldn't expand on it yeah uh so anyways let's uh yeah. yeah okay well let's move on here but i think like this goes beyond gaming it's an important thing that we all need to be thinking about like what how much control of our lives and our society are we giving over to being dependent on always being online and that's that's mm-hmm. not a good thing you're listening to the Augmented Reality Podcast, critical gaming news, and where you, uh, we go deep into the topics wherever we can. Please do slam that like button if you are listening, uh, well, live or after the fact, uh, or if you're listening on one of the audio platforms, you can, um, whatever the version of subscribing and liking is on the platform you're listening on, uh, we'd appreciate that as well. Also, find the link in the description to find the YouTube channel and where you and where we uh, post the video version of this, where we put the uh, put the news articles up on the screen and images and things like that. And you can also check out our other channel, the uh, main Triple S League channel, where we do game guides, reviews, comedy, and all kinds of other stuff. Plus, we've got, we've got new ideas. We've always got new ideas around here. We've got some exciting stuff coming this year, uh, but I will leave it there for the moment. Oh, and of course, join the Discord and Gilded servers. Gilded, the free speech... The, the freer speech triple uh, s league community server is there yeah, we, st- we still have rules on that. yeah yeah like, well i mean like it's... we don't allow you to post whatever you but you, want, you can dude. post you can actually post memes there without risk of our entire uh server being shut down which is not the case on discord because they changed their terms of service now we're still doing a lot on discord but we are gradually trying to transition away so yeah if you're on discord and you haven't joined gilded yet i recommend doing it uh, because, uh, you know, eventually we are going to be shifting ever so slowly, but inevitably, uh, away from Discord as our main platform of operations, because we believe in free speech here. All right, um, let's see, oh yeah, let's talk about this next. We'll talk about EA just briefly, and that'll transition into the Bioware stuff very nicely. Oh yeah, Shua, it's, it's, it's a gaming, it's an actual gaming device, it's not just like a... <laughs> like watching Twitch or something. Uh, so I'm sure there will be some kind of controller uh, with it or 
yeah, like you said, that can Bluetooth connect to it. All right, so uh, EA is uh, no longer no longer going to be making FIFA games, or at least FIFA-branded games. They're going to be continuing their soccer video game series, or football, as so, uh, it was, uh, I think, funky on the server there was like, only Americans call it soccer. Well, uh, actually, we call it soccer here in Canada, too, but football for those of you in Europe and Australia and... Uh, where else do they call it football? I'm guessing everywhere. I'm guessing everywhere, everywhere except North America. Everywhere except North America. Yeah. Yes, you're right. And yet, <laughs> this like, I I will be the first to admit that makes no sense. And that, and then we use the word football to describe well, another I mean, sport altogether. Thing, well, and, the dumb thing about football, American football, is that the only time a foot actually interacts with the ball is a kickoff. Yeah, that's all of the other times except for um, uh, goal goal shots, um, which isn't even the primary form of point generating. Is the ball is in your hands? So football should actually be called handball, or like hold ball to chest and hug ball. run into people ball carry ball play some hug, oh, play some carry ball, ball. Yeah. yeah hug ball hug carry ball. ball carry ball hug ball. Oh, Australia calls it soccer too. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, they're they're always upside down there, so you know it's fine. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Um, but yeah, no football like soccer. Like, yeah. So so we're not. Football, that makes a lot more. sense. It does make a lot more sense. Um, anyway, so so uh, EA and FIFA, like the actual FIFA organization, failed to reach an agreement to continue uh, letting EA produce FIFA games now. Uh, a lot of this had to do with the apparently uh, FIFA wanted to double the fee that EA paid to use or, you know, to the licensing fee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, which was $150 million a year, according to Forbes here. So I guess they wanted to double that to $300 million, which is insane. That's like every, every three to four years, it's like they're paying a billion dollars for that license good night the and well i mean this is this is uh, the chickens coming home to roost this is poetic justice this is everything before they could make those you know sales they could do that they and everybody was happy everybody was making cash then ea got greedy then they introduced microtransactions then they started running the games on microtransactions. Then they started advertising those microtransactions where they gave away, was it two or five million dollars to streamers? I think it was two million. They gave away like two million dollars to a whole bunch of streamers over a weekend and said, pull as much as you can. You're gonna, we're going to give you like this. We're going to give you 20 grand. We're going to give you 50 grand. Yeah, you just pull as many of these packs as you want. And you just watch how many people get the top three characters in the entire game. Oh, it's going to be great. And $2 million on dozens and dozens and dozens of streams earned a grand total of zero of the top three characters across all of those accounts. That's how rare it is. You could spend $2 million. In those stupid, manking games, and you still wouldn't get 
one of the top three characters. Congratulations, EA. You played yourself like fools. And now, now this big corp, this big entity is looking at you going, you made how much money off of our franchise last year by, by making kids take money from their parents' credit cards? Uh-huh. Excuse me, we're just going to double your fee. And now they can't afford it. And now they're getting closer and closer to <clears throat> the the P word, uh, not the not that P word, the 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 peeing P word, that one, uh, except the more crass version of it. That 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 company is so <clears throat> blanked off. They're so pissed that oh, I, I didn't <laughs> you just... whole time I'm trying not to say pissed. They were so pissed. It's that, it's okay. This... And they're pissing, so they're pissing off this corporation, and they're pissing off governments, and they're pissing off parents, and everybody's getting pissed off. And now we can't get and them to stop saying pissed it. On, and they're so angry, and now suddenly it's like he is like, oh, 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 dear, we've lost the account, and it's the beginning of the end for EA. It is the beginning of the end. Mark my words, friends. This is the beginning of the end for EA. EA is a garbage company that is about to crash and burn over the next few years, probably less. And I suspect in a few years we won't be hearing much about them anymore because they'll be a, f- a shell of an old company. And it's not just this, which is really funny, and it's just desserts, and it's disgusting that these people are so gross that they targeted kids, they know they targeted kids with these greedy microtransactions, egregious. Again, I'm not talking about like, Oh, you got to spend like three grand or five grand in in Lost Ark or in Genshin Impact. Those are still bad. Those are still really bad. But you know, I dropped eighty bucks on Genshin Impact, and I got like the top three characters at the time, and it, that's what I spent on a normal game, you know, on a on a on a triple A game, and I got that. And then I was like, you know, I don't really play anymore. But they gave. Hundreds of streamers, I think it was just under 100 streamers, $2 million to blow. And not one of them got the top three characters in the entire fucking thing. That's how evil these people are. That's how money-grubbing they are. That's how, that's how much they want to, to take from you and turn your kids into addicts for their products because it's just better that way for them not for anybody else not for anybody else well it also seems they've never they've never improved uh, uh, any genre of game you look at mass effect and it's gone downhill since it's since the second game you look at any other game that they've been working on and it's consistently dropped in quality depth everything you get less and less and less of what you get you used to get Dozens and dozens and dozens of maps on these on these FPS games. You used to get you know forty hours of story. Now you get an hour and a half of story and the same two maps to play for the next like five years that they shove the crap down your throat. EA is done, and I can't wait for them to burn. Oh. Figuratively, but yes, just 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 to clarify, you know if you know. Just to clarify. And again, I'm, I'm leading up to this this yeah. Dragon Age four news well, that we have. Sure. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll hop. I mean, that was quite a rant. I, I I have nothing to add to that. I don't know about you, Moon, but I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I was going to say a little more about this, but you know what? I think you nailed it. Um, I will point out though that this is the second 
a major, major license that they've lost recently that I can remember. Of course, they lost the exclusive Star Wars license. So now we got Star Wars games being made by other companies. We'll see who does it better. My bet is, well, I mean, responded, <laughs> responded pretty good, responded pretty good. But that's because they, uh, they kind of went against EA in some ways. <laughs> they went exactly 180 degrees against EA, and they used their own like marketing stuff to like basically bait them into into making this like thing and making this appeal. And anyways, yeah, it was great fun. Um, there's a handful of companies that like studios that might survive an EA crash a handful. Um, there's very like, it's very possible that things like respawn will be sold off to, um, or, or they might sell off everything and just keep respawn. You know, that that's, that's entirely possible too. Well, but yeah, they're going to start selling off or closing studios at a rapid rate. Once, you know, once nobody starts buying their garbage anymore, or maybe they'll just double down make these microtransaction games and for some stupid reason tens of thousands of 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 kids and players and gamers will continue to dump money into a product that is arguably garbage you bumping your like, microphone over there lots of thumping happening my thing yeah. no well, i don't think i don't think i was hmm. uh, you just did it again know. <laughs> well, I just well that time I actually did move it. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Dragon Age Four. So, Bioware says the Dragon Age that Dragon Age Four is in the middle of production. In the middle of production. So, okay. What do we so have got to say the, about this? The, the immediate question is, um, middle of production. You realize that Dragon Age Four has been in development since 2015, right? Well, it, I mean, it got rebooted a couple times, but hello. Yeah. It got started in 2015. So do you mean it's in the middle of production as to that? Which I don't think they mean, but let's go through it. So in 2015, they started what was Joplin, and it was very cool. It was more narrative focus. It was intended to be smaller and more focused on the actual lore and game stuff and world settings. The the uh, It was going to be the Tevinter Imperium region. You were going to have a lot of a lot of interaction that was non-combat focused, and that was a choice. So you could choose to do combat in every mission if you so choose. You could also choose to go in with a bunch of courtiers and and uh, and, and prostitutes and um, basically do the whole thing via like cloak and dagger. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But you know what? EA just didn't like that. They just didn't like that. There was there was no room for live services. There was no room for loot boxes. Well, and this was what? This was 2015, so it was like uh, this was 2015. Where's the battle royale? Actually, that came a little after. But yeah, know. there was none of the stuff that they wanted and demanded in the game. Where was their microtransactions? Where was any of this stuff? These these head developers got pulled into a meeting with EA where they got basically bitch slapped and screamed at and degraded in front of these stupid executives at EA who know nothing about making games. And they said, and this was 2000, this was October, 2018. And they said, cancel this, go back to the drawing, throw all this stuff out. How dare you make a game that we can't target at children and, and then, you know, repeatedly, uh, uh, you know, turn them into uh, uh, pay piggies. I'm trying to avoid like 
hardcore swearing here because this gets me so bloody angry. In response to this, several of the core people left the company, including Mark Laidlaw, Mark, uh, uh, Matthew, um, a bunch of other people that I can't talk about. Uh, Matthew Goldham and, uh, and Mark Dara stayed on, basically took over the project um, and continued to work towards the new game that they wanted, this time calling this one Morrison. So now we're caught up to 2018. Um, the live services were getting worse. Some of the stuff that got kind of semi-leaked out to people was atrocious, including a, a state in the game where you had to pull cards like you do in that stupid soccer game that EA makes. And you had about equivalencies about the same equivalencies as far as like pulling random cards. Here's the catch though. Every time any of your characters went on a mission, whether you played it directly or sent them out automatically, they died and went away permanently. In order to play the game, you had to shell out five to $10 per play period per session. Wait, what? In yeah, this isn't in the news. This is Dragon Age um, Morrison? This was Morrison, uh, uh, allegedly. If, if, if anyone's wondering what, what these terms mean, so so uh, Mor like Morrison is the code name for uh, Dragon the Age project. after he yeah. after it got rebooted, and then uh, the first uh, one, yes. the first one you said was uh, shoot, what was that again? Joplin. Joplin. So Joplin was the initial one. So they give these yeah. projects code names, right? So they can yeah. talk about. Them. So okay. So then, what happened with Morrison? So, so I mean, that's disturbing. So, that's Morrison, very disturbing. I, that was disturbing. This stuff got this stuff got semi leaked. Um, it was really bad. That's about when the whole um, uh, studio that you you just mentioned that that did the Star Wars thing that that's when they had their success, and that's when um, they started to see a lot of these companies, a lot of sorry countries, start to outlaw loot boxes, uh, started to ban stuff. And things started to pick up speed, and they realized that, oh, we're in big trouble here. Potentially, if all of our games come out, are, are pl being planned this way, and then they drop, and they're all banned in basically every country, we're screwed. And this is when also pressure started to rise, like pressure really started to rise in 2019 and 2020, as far as, um, as, far as like what's allowed in China. And there's just uh, uh, a majority of games that are going to be released this year are not going to be allowed in China, period. So, you know, that wonderful Chinese market that these, these that these idiots at these companies have been building up to for decades. Well, now that's gone. It's gone. It's it's kaputs. Yeah, that Ed, I mean, who could have seen that coming? Who could have seen? Yeah, let's you know, let's let's bow to the demands of the most restrictive government on the planet. Well, okay, that's maybe an over... I can't say that with any certainty. But, you know, you know, as far as, like, huge gaming markets go, you got China with its extremely restrictive and censorious government, and they were trying to play nice, and it bit them in the ass. Who'd have seen that coming? Yeah. So that's when they pulled back, and in December... Um, uh, in December 2020... Dara resigned from uh, the studio. Uh, yep. Uh, Mark Dara. He was replaced yep. by Daly, Christian Daly. Christian Daly. Daly. And um, 
they they started to lose additional people over the next couple of months and years. They've left Goldman. He's gone now. Um, they've left a, a, a couple of other people. And the people that they've gotten to replace these people are not experienced with releasing major projects. Most of them are barely experienced in running a team. And most of them are far more interested in other things other than their primary job. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't spend the majority of their time on Twitter talking about game development and asking hard-hitting questions. Like uh, Mark Dara has been recently, uh, same with a number of other people, have been ex-Bioware ex people, have been getting on Twitter and have been actively asking questions like, what's important to you in a video game? Imagine that. Imagine, imagine a head of a studio getting on social media and asking people what their opinions are about important features within video games. Imagine that. The concept, what a concept. just seems so foreign for some it's reason. It's such a foreign, weird, dirty concept. You're offering you you want you want people to give you their opinion on how to make games. Uh, and what they like about games, it's also kind of disturbing when you think about it. It's a little disturbing that there there are some people who are making games who are heads of studios who have no idea what people actually like about video games. That's a little bit more disturbing. So yeah, now they've uh, uh, this at this point by uh, uh, EA told Bioware that they didn't have to do any of this microtransaction stuff. And that they could basically reset the board, and that was so it got rebooted um, again, basically. So yeah, it got rebooted again, basically. So now we're about two years into that. Uh, so right. yeah, what what? Where are we in this fifty percent mark? Where where are we? Are we <laughs> at, are we seven years into the fifty percent mark? Meaning that we've got another seven years before the release. Or do we have another two years into it before we get Dragon Age 4? Uh, knowing if EA is probably years, six months and the game doesn't actually exist yet. So we're talking about 2024 for a potential Dragon Age 4 release. Yeah. Which I guess now the number at least, you know, matches up. Now it's Dragon Age and Dragon Age 4 in 2024. April 4th. If you add the two twos together, you get four, and then you get another four. And and, and you can release it on, on April the 4th. It's going to be great, guys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's... that's Or December that's 4th, and you could be that. like uh, D4 on D4. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also hate to say this now, but that means that the next, the next Mass Effect is at least an additional two years away from that, if not four. And if they haven't done anything stupid and need to reboot the whole process, putting the next Mass Effect game at coming out in, in another four to eight years. What are these people thinking? Well, I mean, so, yeah, my question would be, what else, what, what else can they do? Uh, I mean, they. It's well. Uh, apparently, they're suggesting that they're they're making these games at the same time, which I I highly disbelieve. We we've they couldn't do it with Andromeda and and uh, an Anthem. Why on earth would anybody think they're even 
remotely capable of doing that with this project. Well, definitely not for the same same release window or anything, but apparently, apparent. I don't I don't remember if that's in an article I have up right now or if I just heard it in a video earlier or when I was researching. But apparently, so I mean, they're saying that by they're saying Dragon Age Four is in mid development and this by the way this is from back in february i believe yeah, it's, it's, it's um so it's a little bit old but um apparently matt the new mass effect is is in early early development so that does imply it's 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 a long ways away it'll be it's at least after four. after Again, the dra- a, yeah yeah i agree yeah. with you on those You're, timelines it's, it's four to eight years away Ish, eight years well i mean can you can you imagine getting a new Ma- Mass Effect game in 2030? Like, ugh, it makes me sick. It makes me physically ill. Well, there's no question <sighs> that all all of this has been mismanaged, and uh, really, and I mean, I hope. They... But don't don't worry, guys. Don't worry. We have some golden light on the the horizon here for this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the 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 quality assurance studio that brought you Anthem, that brought you Andromeda, has indeed <laughs> is in the process of not yet is in the process of unionizing into permanent employees. <laughs> so great, so great that the quality assurance team on those two games are becoming the the central pillar to guaranteeing good games in the future. Now, I'm actually a fan of most unionization attempts um, in general. Uh, It depends a lot on what union is backing them, how the process actually goes through, um, how much money this you know, new agency or group will, will be pulling from the actual employees um how much uh insanity rules they have in and again i've i've seen some unions say things like you know uh you know employee one has to stay with the customer for exactly 50 you know five or 10 minutes and then the next employee has to come in and continue that service for another five to 10 minutes and it is one of the most disjointed insane things i have ever witnessed um and specifically here obviously i'm talking about customer service related stuff i've also seen it work in in professional um you know hard labor uh trade labor and uh professional labor and i have to say that again a union really 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 is at the mercy of who's running it as far as like whether or not it's helpful or not uh, there are some unions that I have seen, again, personally have witnessed. Um, they encouraged people in one city to go on strike, knowing full well that is that that when they went on strike, um, that the machines that were being in use would would kind of hit this like wall and would stop working, and then would kind of start to fall apart. And then somebody happened to burn it down, and oh look, there goes the factory. And um, and all those jobs got uh, got put out. Turns out that the uh, union boss lived in another city, and that's where the new factory went up. 
And the union boss had all of his friends and family get cushy jobs over there. So again, I, 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 I don't want to call unions good or bad because just like people, they're good or bad depending on who's running it. Um, do I think that, that quality assurance teams in gaming have been viciously underpaid for a very long time? Yes. Uh, they have been paid, and we've harped on this for Blizzard. Um, in most cases, they're paid as close to, if not as low, or even sometimes lower when they can like maneuver it so that they're paid below the poverty line or be below the minimum wage line. Um, I know that quality assurance in, in EA has for a long time been, uh, hey, we're going to pay you eight hours to show up here, um, but you're going to be mandatory. It's going to be mandatory for you to volunteer an extra four hours a day. And you're like, do I get paid for this? No. Do you supply me with food? No. Do you supply me with a way home? No. Okay, then why would I do this? Well, if you don't do this, I'm afraid that, you know, those three infractions that you received uh, last week for hitting on the boss's uh, uh, daughters, well, that's just going to end you up in uh, getting a, a pink slip. Wait, what? What what infractions? Oh, you know, those infractions. You already signed it. See, here's your signatures. Wait, what? I didn't sign that. Of course, it's right here. Um, you know, oh, excuse me. This is unacceptable. I'm going to go talk to a lawyer. Oh, okay, but we have you on videotape, uh, you know, uh, you know, hitting somebody. It's like, you know, stuff like that. Again, I've seen this stuff more than once. And these companies are dirty, filthy, disgusting. You think that a company that's that's uh, that's willing to actively get kids addicted to gambling and stealing money to to fuel that gambling you think they give a crap about their baseline employees and that they wouldn't be willing to you know do very unlawful illegal things i have a bridge to sell you if you believe that's true <clears throat> it's in the middle of the yukon is, goes over uh, is it a made, valley. Is it made of matchsticks? And it might be made of matchsticks. Right. You, see, <clears> you, so, you yeah. see what I did there? <laughs> Referring back exactly. to yeah, exactly. Yeah. On the topic of Mass Effect, however, just shifting gears slightly, but still sort of yes. The game that I want to be clear on released over a decade ago. Mass Effect Three, yeah. Um, Mass Effect Three released. On March 6th, 2012. You know, right after that whole Holy Mayan... Crap, that is, um, uh, that is... That, uh, you know... The, 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 the end of the world. Yeah, yeah it, was, it happened right, yeah, the right at the, the end world, of the world yeah. there. Um, yeah, there was, there was, I mean... I, like, I mean, it did, the whole 2012 thing, it, it did happen. It's just happening really slowly, right? That's, yeah, you know. well, I mean, well, well, I mean, the battle with Cthulhu, not many people heard about that. But yeah, that was a thing. Um, and then there was some other stuff, but, but yeah, so the game that released a decade ago, uh, like just uh, like the waste of, of, of development and time and, ah, uh, it makes me so sad. It literally makes me sick to realize how much time and effort and, and potential stuff we could have had in the Mass Effect universe, the amount of like good potential writing the amount of good everything was just not, it wasn't just 
it just it wasn't just thrown away it was pissed away in some of the, the, the in, in some of the most horrendous stuff ever it is oh. very sad it's a top-notch ip like it's 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 a i love the mass effect world you know um and we have we have recaptured the puppy by the way oh good okay <clears throat> that's something yeah. sorry that's something we were talking about in a break uh yes, just a second yeah. ago for those of you who are who are listening so i guess if but for those of you who are listening live because there are people who come and listen live and we love you guys for listening live it's great it's great to have the interaction it's great to have the feedback yeah um and and yes we would prefer to do these live but we can't actually do them live for the moment uh so yeah yeah. Anyway, so uh, uh, yeah, so Mass Effect Three had an ending, and I would like to uh, give a spoiler alert for those. Spoiler warning: If you played, haven't played, if you Mass haven't Effect played 3. a ten-year-old game, um, so yeah, so today a thing went up on the store that allowed you to um, that that gave some flavor text. Um, that said that uh, that yeah so this was well I've got the quotes right here so this is a yeah. on this this is lith, this lithograph that you can buy um, is an image that was released I, be, I believe it was on N7 day a few mm-hmm. months ago um, now they're selling it on, you know as a thing and uh, but it, this time it came with this uh, with a phys- with a written description. Yes. Right? So like just, on the store on the store page now it has this description. Now it's changed a couple of times uh throughout the is it just today or is it the past couple of days? Um like today basically. Yeah, okay. So the description first read the show goes on. Shepard's final quest may have ended the threat of the Reapers, but at great cost, including Earth itself. While Shepard and the survivors are left to pick up the pieces, fans are left wondering what's next. That was the original description that accompanied this thing here. Which, sorry, those of you listening live can't see what I'm showing, but um, I should have I should have gotten an image for you. But anyway, the uh, it was updated to say. The show goes on. The threat of the Reapers might have been ended. So it, it basically removed any mention of uh, Commander Shepard. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It no longer said, you know, while Shepard and the survivors, it just said, while the survivors are left to pick yep. up the pieces. And then it got changed again. It currently reads, Mass Effect will continue. And with the sneak peek poster we got from the Bioware team as part of N7 Day 2021, there's a lot to unpack. So they just they removed that whole paragraph that uh, because they gave so much away, yeah. you idiots. So <laughs> go figure. You now absolute idiots. Now this isn't this isn't as huge. Here's news. a question. Here's a question I have though. Did they give it away or was it a mistake? Like was it? They, were they told to remove it remove it because that's not actually what it's supposed to be like the, the, so the, there's a lot of speculation that this is revealing that commander shepherd's going to be back in the next mass effect game uh, which which could be that is a distinct possibility and then they removed it cuz they didn't want to you know give that away or was it a mistake that you know whoever wrote this copy on uh on the store page which I'm highlighting right here. Whoever wrote it uh, made a mistake mentioning Commander Shepard when they shouldn't have. 
Yeah. And that he's not actually, he, she, you know, you could, it could be either, uh, is not actually part of the game. Which is it? I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? So, um, now I'll say, like, hmm, okay. I feel like I should say this because why not? It's going to be four to eight years before the next Mass Effect game comes out. It's going to be four to eight years before we hear or see much of the plot. Um, and there's enough information that was set up in some of the earlier stuff and the trailer that they put out um, and some other stuff that that indicate heavily that, yeah, Shepard's still alive in some way shape or form um so i figure i might as well talk about what i know um through let's call it um deductive reasoning yes sure let let's us use, let's call it that sure yeah okay let's let us use deductive reasoning for those of you who can't hear, I'm winking heavily at you right now. <laughs> Detect deductive reasoning states that in sci-fi, just as in when there's magic, no character is ever truly dead. You can bring back a character whenever you want. You know, I did notice they were on an ice planet, and considering that um, the previous version of, of Shepard came back from being dropped onto a planet's surface after having been exposed to atmosphere, or sorry, exposed to no atmosphere, to the void of space, um, and still managed to crawl their way back, um, you know, to, to uh, healthy living. Um, spoiler alert for a, what is that one? A 13-year-old a, a game? Uh, yeah, spoilers. Um, yeah, uh, having him, fro him or her frozen in ice and then they discovering him or her on a frozen ice planet and then reviving them. Not that hard in the slightest, not even remotely that hard. Um, Especially with like, a, Oh, we have alien technology, yada, yada. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah. like literally, like literally not that hard. Also not that hard to have the character shift to um, a, a, a new line of shepherds, including old shepherds still being around somewhere and giving advice. You know, when I was a kid, I kicked those geth teeth in. It was a really easy battle. And that's how you interact with stuff. All of these are probably, if not very conveniently alluded to as possibilities directly in all of the content that they've put out to leak or not to leak to, uh, to hype up the the next Mass Effect, which again I remind you is coming in four to eight years, and is nowhere near, you know, even a beta stage, let alone an alpha. Sorry, an alpha stage, let alone a beta stage. Um, it's just not gonna. It's just not gonna. This is not likely to happen. Um, so what's yeah, what's so not that, likely to happen? Well, you know that it. Oh, yeah, I did phrase that wrong, didn't I? Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, all those things can happen. Sorry. 
all those things can happen. Anything yeah, can happen. Anything can happen. Can, well, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Wouldn't surprise me at all if they brought Shepard back. And I, I I suspect strongly that it depends, and I suspect strongly that they don't have anybody writing the story who's remotely competent in writing the story, and it's probably just writing it as they go along. And the writing is probably not going to be very good because all of the people who wrote the original story are all gone, and all of them have the same thing to say about about Blizzard and the people who replaced them as you know, and, and that is is that whoever's running the ship now is is an idiot. Mm. You know, if you don't believe me, go go talk to Mark Laidlaw and, and, and Chris Avalon. <laughs> and yeah, I'll just call him up. A bunch yeah. of other people. Yeah, you know, don't believe the person who's, you know, being followed by them. You know, just just, just, just believe the, you know, just just look it up on your own. I'm sure you'll find the same thing. So, yeah, no, the the um, the story of Mass Effect and whether or not Shepard's alive. Again, some people are like, oh, my God, guys, Shepard's alive. It's like. No shit. Well, I, yeah, I mean, like, really, like. You think this is a hard thing for them to pull off in sci-fi? They already died in the second game and came back from an orbital drop. I mean, seriously. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, seriously. So, yeah, I, 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 Um, I have a hard time getting excited about any of this because like you said, it's, it's a long way away. They butchered Andromeda and, it's I, I'm just anti-hype in general now, thanks to mm-hmm. recent events in gaming over the past few years. So, uh, and some people some people are asking, "Oh my God, how would they do that?" Oh, I don't know. They're also they've also been alluding to the fact that uh, Andromeda is going to be um, you know tied into the story, and it's gonna it's going to bravely um, you know connect the two beloved franchise arcs. Beloved franchise. Beloved arcs. franchise arcs. Oh Lord! But at any rate, do you remember the 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 basic premise behind Andromeda, that garbage game? Remember the general premise behind that? The general premise? Uh, yeah, they could clone people from single cells. Right. <laughs> yes. So I I gee guys again I, using deductive reasoning. I'm winking really heavily. What do you think the story is going to be about? Like, like it's right there. It's 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 literally right there. So yeah, um, and if I'm sure if you had contacts and friends, uh, I'm sure the the number one question that EA is asking Bioware, like, hey, you're working on a new Mass Effect thing, right? We're kind of needing some more money now. Is there any way you could bring back uh, Commander Shepard? And you know he's really popular with the kids these days, especially because we released that, um, you know that uh, that whole uh, 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 legendary edition, whatever you want to call it, like we legacy. No, it was legendary edition. So we released that legendary edition, and he's really popular. You know, he, she, whatever. Like people can make their own. And and hey, you you're on that, right? You're on that, right? Right? So yeah. Some people were were freaking out today. Some people got on their YouTube channels and were like, "Oh my goodness, guys! Guess what? Oh my god! I, you can't believe this! This is gonna be great! Commander Shepard's back!" It's like, where have you been for the last three years? <laughs> really? You, you you really? Wow! Hmm. Oh, 
my goodness. Oh, but they might have more characters from the original series. Oh, you mean more of our beloved characters from Mass Effect are coming back in a sci-fi universe where most of them live for hundreds of years at a time? You don't say! Oh, that's so interesting! Oh my god. All right, then. As far as secrets are concerned, though, or secret reveals or whatever, uh, Bioware has said that this image that was released on N7 Day contains at least five clues about what's to come in the Mass Effect universe. Uh, there's not much there, so, I mean, I guess uh, take that as you will, as far as what that that means. <laughs> I mean, maybe we've covered them all already, I don't know. Maybe one of the clues is that it's called. It's going to be called Mass Effect. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to gain from this, this picture. There's, there's one. There's one ship. There's three figures on the ground. Um, one of them's a Krogan. One of them's Liara. Um, three. One of them uh, is. I see uh, four little specks uh, there. But well, one might be a shadow or something. I don't know. Uh, I guarantee you, another one's going to have a name that rhymes with. Leopard. So, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> or maybe they're going in there to get Leopard. Yeah. Because uh, they're walking toward that crater thing. And... All, all I gotta say is the people that are behind um, Bethesda, uh, Bioware that are supposed to be doing their um, their their hype up stuff guys aren't good at your job i mean you're just, you're really not good at your job i know i know at least a dozen people who could do a better job of this in their sleep well there are also there, there's just a lot of um i think there's a lot of apathy in general you know even though you know i loved i love the mass effect universe and i would love i would love a new mass effect game but i want one that is uh here, Good. You, you want? <laughs> right. Hey, here's some here's some free advice for you, Activision. Here's some free advice for you. Uh, start having a, a weekly art-a-thon or art submission process in which uh, people submit art via their via their um, various social medias, and and you highlight them and um, show them off. Uh, start a, uh, a a history of um, the the Mass Effect Universe audio series or. Uh, yeah, probably an audio series of some kind with some of that fantastic art that you're now, you know, making friends and connections with. Um, probably, uh, probably put out some cryptic uh, um, journal entries from survivors uh, and and other things that are starting to lay the groundwork of getting people interested in the world again. Start, um, I don't know, uh, put out some modding tools, like not just like cheap modding tools, like work on some really advanced modding tools for the legendary edition, put that out ASAP, like ASAP, like literally yesterday, like get it done immediately. That, and that will start to increase the amount of, um, I was going to say, I, I think that that's, I think that that would be, well, all of those are good suggestions. I just wonder if it's possible for the gaming community at large to get excited about another Mass Effect from EA or from Bioware in the state that Bioware's in after 
two massive disappointments. Prob- probably not. You're probably right. Like the the writing is probably going to be hot garbage. Um, and and I'll tell you why is because there's a thirst for good sci-fi, and you're getting it in the form of some shows, some products. Uh, you've you've got an amazing number of good sci-fi shows out right now, and you've got an enormous amount of bad garbage sci-fi shows out right now as well. I watched that new Star Trek episode. I was like, oh my God. How stupid do you think like people are? Like, God, they just, they said they were going to do good. They said that they were going to like go back to the basics. They said that they were going to showcase some really great stuff. I didn't realize by that they meant, hey, we're going to go back to season one of Discovery. Good Lord. I can't, I, I just, I can't, I, this is so sad, but yeah. on the other hand, you've got expanse, you've got um, some other really, really interesting, really fascinating series coming up. And I've got to say good, like congratulations. I really like this. I like where this is going. Uh, you know, they've got some good stuff and there's some other new shows that are kind of in the works and um, yeah, stuff's coming stuff's coming you know oh pretty good is it's got some good stuff so there's there is space in hollywood and for tvs and and film to employ these really good writers there are smaller you know indie studios that are writing new stuff um you know the 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 community uh the community answer to the the mass effect thing was pretty hilarious um community as in like the mass community with the creation of a certain game that starts with S. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting to watch this stuff take place. It's interesting to note and see where things are going. And it's interesting to see that the big mega corporation studios have no answer to basically any of this stuff. Yeah. Triple A is the triple A, triple B, as we sometimes call them. Uh, it's just a just a massive disappointment, and 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 it's too bad they own like all the best stuff. It sucks. I'd love to see some indie studios take a crack at a Mass Effect game or a Star Wars game, and that kind of thing. As Trauma Sentry says in the live chat, like they say, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. The Bioware that we knew is gone. Time to move on. Yeah. Well, and I just I do want to point this out. So um, the game that I alluded to just recently has a hundred players on average playing, you know, throughout the day on that game. You have to remember that most people hide that game from their Steam charts because it's not a uh, not a family friendly game. I would not uh, I would not consider that an answer to Mass Effect though. Not a, not in not mass appeal. I I mean I know it's got a good. No, Yes, but I just want to point this out. So let's assume that 50% of people don't hide that game, although I'm pretty sure it's much higher. I think it's probably closer to 90%. But at any rate, let's just say 50% hide that game. So that means there's about 200 people playing the game right now. Do you know how many people are playing Mass Effect right now? It's more than than that, but it's only 10%, or sorry, 10 times more than that. So there's 2,000 people playing Mass Effect right now. The legendary edition on Steam, again, not counting other things, locations, and people who hide it, that kind of stuff. So we can kind of take those numbers and we can kind of do an estimate that a billion-dollar company 
is creating a product that is 10 times more popular than a product that was created by less than 20 people by a company that's not even worth, um, I mean, they're probably worth north of 100,000 now, but they were definitely not worth more than a million dollars when they started this project. So a bunch of people in a back room, in a garage or a basement somewhere are making a product that is 10, is, that is one-tenth as popular as the main product. Gee, wow. Like, the, you want to know the answer? You want to know where this is going? That's where it's going. That's where it's going. And again, not adult games, but it's going in a direction where indie companies are able to do more, create more, and be better than multi-billion dollar companies Yeah, that have tens of and- thousands of people involved in it and they can't even do a basic thing and uh, yeah the tech is catching up to the point where i mean you, you just look at what the the what war warhorse is that what the studio is called did with uh, kingdom come deliverance a few years ago they uh mm-hmm. you know they created a game that was technically beyond the uh the hardware available to peop- the general gaming public at the time they actually had settings in the game where they put up a warning that said you know uh, these are like experimental and don't, you know, for, for like future machines, <laughs> I remember seeing that and, you know, so he's like, you know, if this doesn't work, you know, cause we, they like future proofed their graphics in that game. Anyway, they did some very impressive stuff with a, with a relatively small team of people and, you know, just indie games have been such that's where I've been getting my entertainment lately. Just playing really good indie games because AAA has been such a disappointment. But I, I I do want a good Mass Effect game. I do want good Star Wars games. I want all those things as a gamer. But um, it's... Uh, they're owned by these... All the best IPs are owned by these garbage companies. Or, you know, companies that are... They just don't know what to do with them. They're poorly managed and all that. So, so then, uh, you know, the game comes out and, uh, yeah, Vampire Survivors, another, another good example. I mean, that one is kind of a, a lightning in a bottle situation, I think, but it is like, it's one, crazy popular. One dude. Yeah. One, one, one dude. one dude creates a game with like, I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's lightning in a bottle. Um, well, there's a had, lot we've of, we've had a number. No, no, no. We've had a lot of games like, uh, Kenshi is another I mean, Kenshi is is comparable to that. Kenshi was made by one dude, and it's been tearing up the charts. He's working on the second game, and um, again, it's it's tearing up the charts. It's 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 more and more of these people, and and again, it's like I mean, it happens every like it's not lightning in a bottle because that that it's kind of like oh, it's kind of like a once in a lifetime thing. You're sure maybe per individual, like you could. Well, I mean, even then, that wouldn't be that common. But I mean, it's it's been common in the sense that every couple of years or every couple of months, there's a, a new hot thing that's made by a small team. You know? Oh, sure there, sure there is. Sure there is. I'm just stuff. saying, like, it's mm-hmm. for the. That's not the. That's not the norm. Like, the, for for each one, they gets obviously. You know, yeah. yeah. But uh, by the way, my point with graphics, as uh, as Jim Muse is talking about it in the. Um, in there, my, my my point was that you no longer need to be a big AAA studio to have amazing graphics. You just look at all of the stuff that's being done with 
Unreal 5 or what you can do with that right now. And that's amazing. Yeah. And that's available for anybody to use. You know, so one person can sit down and make a game in that. And it's not going to be, you know, you know, as far as graphics and stuff, it'll be comparable to, you know, what a AAA studio can can bring. So really, you can't just compete on that on on that front anymore. Because mm-hmm. that is where AAA, I would say, had an edge. They could bring these these massive, amazing looking worlds that were like boring to play in. But I feel like that edge is getting dulled because the technology is becoming just a lot more accessible to to a lot more people. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got to talk about Starfield, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Uh, but Starfield, so uh, as as we've been talking about, it's the upcoming upcoming space epic from Bethesda Studios, which we will be... So there, there is a Bethesda Xbox ec- uh, showcase happening in June. Uh, Moon, could you check on the exact date of that? So we'll, we'll get that out there. But um, so we don't... We're expecting to see a lot there. We're hoping to see a lot there. Are we expecting to see a lot there, Saib, or just hoping to see a lot from Bethesda I and wish. at the uh, the showcase in June? Okay, yeah. So we we talked about this on the on the uh, Maximum News show, which I know because you were busy, you didn't get a chance to watch. Um, but uh, out of all of the studios that Microsoft has, which which are a lot, uh, how many of them um, are are going to be bringing something to that showcase? Um, and so you've got all of the Bethesda studios, all the studios that they have. It's a it's quite a large list. Um, I could go through the list and cover what each of them could be potentially maybe might be bringing. Um, but it's a, an easier and quicker answer to this is um, all of them. So we're expecting a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All of the them are on bringing Sunday, something. June 12th. Mm-hmm. And that could be anything from like a 15 to 30 second trailer to a large okay. deep dive into a game. So uh, to sorry. An update on on what they've been doing, to yeah, to a trailer. They're not they're not afraid of showing trailers two three years in advance, but they're also expected to bring the largest number of of releases within the next like six to eight months, uh, is what we're hearing. So they're going to have a number of games. We're hearing so so some of the, the so the rumor mills are going nuts. One rumor I've confirmed is that there's a major game from a big IP that is going to be coming out, that is going to be launching within a, air quotes, immediate time frame from the show. I love it when they do that. That's, I that's love it good. when they do that too. And then... I love it that, that I have no idea what that is or how that's going to work or what that is. And I love that it's so broad. Um, but that is the, that is the news that um, I've been hearing under the table. And then the news that that other streamers are kind of like parodying from other sources that I'm sure are not the sources that I have. So that's that's what we've been hearing a lot. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know if that's that's coming to exclusively to Xbox or that's coming to PC and Xbox. I don't know if that's immediate as in like, you know, end of summer or if that means, uh, you know, in, in three hours after the show closes. 
three years after the show closes. Oh, I'm sure well, that's, I don't think that would be considered an immediate time frame. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, um, I'm hearing that there's going to be a lot of good stuff. And again, I do not encourage anybody to go and pre-order anything or to take that at face value because we have been burned so much before. And it's really is quite crazy to think that, that that's going to be a thing. And we also don't know how much of that lineup is going to be split up between that show and the uh, Jeff Keighley show uh, a couple of days earlier, which by the way, um, I watched, uh, um, so I watched like Bill come up and he was like, Hey guys, the 12th, we're going to have the biggest show for you of the summer. Definitely of that week. You know, uh, like we're going to, we've got this huge thing coming. Can't wait to show you. And everybody was clapping and cheering. And then Jeff Keeley ran up on stage and said, Oh, by the way, everybody, I've got a great show and it's coming out on the ninth. And Phil and Todd just looked at each other and they looked at him and they went that mother. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Huh? I missed that somehow. Uh, anyway, the, the uh, we will be live co-streaming the uh, Bethesda Xbox Showcase on, you said it was June 12th? June 12th, June 12th. and they said 10 a.m. PT. Yeah. 10 a.m. Pacific. All right, so that's uh, 1 p.m. So, Eastern, and then uh, we'll, uh, well, we'll figure out what that is in European time, et cetera, et cetera. Stay tuned for updates on the Triple S League Discord server and the Gilded server. We'll have all the info there. We will uh, we'll live stream that one and live commentate on it. So we hope you join us for that. That'll be on the main Triple S League channel. And then uh, we do have, again, the, uh, the Jeff Keeley show on the that's on Thursday the 9th. As far as... I'm not sure if we'll, we'll co-stream that one. We'll... We'll let you know as we get closer to the, Pro- to prob- the day. Probably, we're gonna we're gonna try to. That's we'll, we'll, also, we'll, I like Jimmy's comment in the chat. He says, "So it's the key three show now." Yeah, basically, because hey? as we talked about a few weeks ago, uh, E3 is dead, gone. There's no E3, but there's like yeah. E3 like showcases are still happening uh, that various companies are putting on. Anyway, uh, so we have also got some concept art released for Starfield, which we thought we'd. Uh, discuss a little bit can i put these up in the video version side is that safe uh, the which which uh the concept art oh yeah 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 because oh, yeah. they weren't leaked i'm gonna dump them for the live listeners i'm dumping them in the uh in the live chat right now um or or it's going to crash oh no there it is okay there so six images there and uh, yeah, I'll just I'll bring them up on the screen. And what's interesting about this is we get to see some interiors, and they may not be for those of you in the live chat. They may not show up in the same order as uh, as I am discussing them, unfortunately. But hopefully, you know, you can follow along there. So uh, it's interesting to see. Again, these are this is concept art. It's not you know any picture of the actual game but it's interesting to see the kind of world that they are putting together here and so we have this one that looks like the interior of it looks like the interior of a ship with a an airlock or a door at the end of a hallway um you know very detailed environment that kind of a thing this one some kind of 
mechanist shop the guy the, the first the first couple have been out for a long time uh okay the, the way that you posted them only the the last two are relatively new the last two okay well so uh yeah the second last one on the discord is uh is the one i was talking about first Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I didn't know which one you were on. Yeah, so, yes, that that. So this, yeah, this is the new one. I thought all um, of the interiors were new, but I could be wrong. My favorite is actually this one that looks like it, it's kind of rustic. It looks like you know it's got a bed. It kind of looks like a futury cabin, but it's got you know got a kind of a concrete wall. Or you know, we we that Ash really likes this one. He especially liked this one when he saw it the first time. I don't, I don't remember it. Uh, How loopy was I? Solitude. We, we, I'm positive we talked about this before when it first came out. You were like, "Wow, this is really rustic. It's so cool looking." And I, I'm I, like, I, "Yeah, I agree. I, I agree again." I don't remember. I don't remember this at all. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, we'll talk about the two I'm, new I'm ones. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that wasn't with Max, and I'm just confusing you. Two. It might be. But no, uh, it might have been. But a lot of let's okay. Let's talk about the two new ones. Great. This stuff looks great because what it shows is that they have heart when they're making this stuff, and if they can make this stuff close to what we're seeing, we're gonna have a really interesting game. the The story might be garbage. But the story was garbage. I mean, when you really think about it, the Skyrim story was kind of garbage. Like, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, no, it wasn't garbage. It was like, it was like, okay, so you, uh, you, uh, again, oh dear, I should probably mention this spoiler for uh, another 15 plus year old game. Um, You know, it's like, it's like, it's garbage in the sense that it's like, I'm going to become the chosen one and fight the dragon and save the world. It's like, oh, that's not the first time I've heard that pitch. Well, yeah. uh, it's certainly not the first time I've heard it this week. The chosen you know, one it, trope, definitely a, yeah, I, I hope it, yeah. I hope in Starfield that we, right? we play more as, you know, but, your average. But nobody, nobody plays Skyrim today to to beat the elder dragon again right nobody's doing that they're playing it for like just the explorativeness most of them are playing it for those amazing mods on nexus and that other place that we can't talk about i mean those are just absolutely fantastic you know and i really gotta say you know it really like it really makes me appreciate some of the more refined things in 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 skyrim like the Thomas the tra- Tank um, uh, mods. I mean, they're just, they're wonderful. You thought I was talking about something else, didn't you? I didn't know where you were get going, your, but that's get pretty... Get your heads out of the gutter. I, I don't... Clearly, I, I was talking about Thomas the tra- Tank Train. It's great. It's hilarious. I, I, Maybe... I, I never try and predict where you're going with anything, because, I, I, you know, you're just all over the place, man. But I, I do hope, uh, because you're right, going back, going back to play Skyrim now... It's yeah. it's not because of oh the epic story, or or the epic central story, but it's to experience mm-hmm. those stories within the world, and kind yes. of create your own story within the world. And I hope that's what we get in Starfield. Um, and, and there's stuff that always surprises me, like like legitimately. I was perusing YouTube today, and I came across a, a bark bark, uh, and I came across a um, a video in which. Um, 
the all the guy did was dressed up in a Thalmor outfit and tried to sneak up to a Thalmor who like uh, this like like high up like um NPC and i didn't realize that there were different reactions based off of the different races that you could be like you know because you're trying to be a Thalmor and you're clearly not a Thalmor you're clearly not a high elf you know but they have different reactions for people who who have like who look like sort of like that i didn't know that was a thing because i never tried to pretend to be a thalmor because i always play the same race i always play the same character and i i never knew that you could try and pass off as something you weren't in an attempt to subvert the dude's expectations like that's wild that's so cool and again i didn't know that i mean i obviously lots of people have known this for a very long time but i personally didn't know that about skyrim and so it's things like that again if they could just make a competent version of that in space with some good story and like moderately to like okayish good story they'll, they'll have a game that will play for a very long time and again don't pre-order it they they don't deserve it pre-order it a day before you yeah. pick it up. If you're if you're certain if you're gonna you're buy convinced. it, like, pre, but yeah, buy buy it the day before so you can pre-install it, and then you don't have to wait. Yeah. But uh, yeah, don't 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 order it before that. Don't do anything like that. All right, we're done. We're done. Yay! So we'll. Uh, sorry, sorry for being late. I don't know. Yeah, again, I'm gonna re-emphasize this. It snowed today. <laughs> it's okay. The people the... the people listening on uh, the people listening mm. tomorrow when this you know when it actually goes live on YouTube and on the podcast platforms, they're not going to notice that we were late. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Augmented Reality Podcast. Please slam that like button, leave comments down below, and subscribe to the channel. Check out our main channel, the Triple S League. Check out our Patreon if you would like some, some perks and stuff we got. By the way, for those of you who don't like Patreon, we've got more support options coming. Those will hopefully be coming very soon. You know, We know things are tight for lots of people right now. And, uh, you know, so we totally understand that we definitely don't expect financial support from anybody. We just hope you, you get something out of this and share it around and like and comment and all that. We appreciate all that stuff. But for those of you who do want to, uh, you know, just uh, support financially where you can, uh, we, we do appreciate that as well. So uh, thank you so much to our Patreon supporters and channel members and uh, you know, supporters directly in our community servers you've seen their names appearing on top on the top of the screen throughout the podcast we uh we really appreciate that and uh that's i guess that's all actually <laughs> so oh merch store check out all the links down in the description below we'll be back here next week at the same time for the augmented reality podcast more topics thanks so much for listening we'll talk to you again soon <laughs>